0: I want to do something i didn't do in the first service but just grab your bible if you don't have a bible maybe your phone your tablet wherever it is I, I like the old school still mine you can see this one's worked um so uh, just wave it around a little bit make the devil nervous get the devil nervous because you know what years ago i heard this preacher tell about his son um there were really rednecks okay so they grew up in an area with a lot of guns in the united states um and he said one morning he was sleeping And he woke up, and as he looked over the bed, the little boy had the shotgun in his hand. Still in diapers, still young, he had the shotgun pointing it at his parents. And the shotgun was standing next to the bed. You know, some crazy people in the United States. I'm just kidding, (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So he had the shotgun, he was pointing it at his parents. So the dad started poking the mom's like, get him before he finds the trigger. So that's what the devil does. Every morning you get up and you grab your word. He like, get him before he finds the trigger. Because you get the trigger, you're going to shoot him out of the water in your life. And the word has the trigger. It's not just there for a nice thing to do just to get you through the day or just to read before you go to sleep. Finding word in your life and the word that applies to your life is finding the trigger in your life that's going to constantly shoot the devil and circumstances out of your life finding that trigger and and i believe that's the word so um just before we get into it this morning you can turn to first corinthians 11 so long but um to me uh, one of the uh the the parable that connects all parables is the parable of the sower and the parable of the sower says the essence and the understanding of it is when you look at it is he who has an ear to hear let him hear that's the key, the key to the word, the key to revelation in your life. The key to breakthrough in your life is here. Listen, hear the word. So if you have an ear, grab your ear. If you have an ear, <laughs> you're at the right place because you can hear the word. And today you got to grab the word. And I believe every single time you open up, scripture says with meekness, receive the implanted word. Well, the word meek, meekness is just being open just being open to the word and when you hear word and you open to it and you're constantly going to be open you determine the soil you determine if it's just a quick word and it's nice and you out of here or you determine I'm grabbing something and I'm implanting it, I'm receiving it so it can grow in my life so it can bear fruit in my life and I can eat of the fruit and not just somebody else's revelation but my revelation see that's nice to grab a word pastor to was uh, the book he wrote living life the first awesome book we've been doing it in our wednesday night uh, community groups um it's great to read the book but i gotta take the book and make it my book i gotta make it my revelation you can sit sunday after sunday and hear something and it will be shallow faith you know what Sh- shallow faith is is good for a moment but it can't last long can't last long now um we're talking about long distance running. I like long distance running. And every now and again, my church is kind of tired of me talking about it. Okay. So I'm with you so I can talk about it again. <laughs> but with long distance running, you don't start, the we were talking about it yesterday, you don't start off running like Hussein Bolt when you're running 42 kilometers. You know, there's only a few men in the world that can do that. The rest of us take it slow. It's it's for the long run. You you, you run the distance so if you just dash off and they say if you're running comrades, that every half every minute you run faster than what you're supposed to you cut at least 10 minutes off at the end what it means is if i'm not pacing myself right now i'm not building strength throughout it at the end i won't make it because i haven't put i haven't put away there's no depth to what i'm running same with faith if I get a word, I'm, I know I'm taking a little bit of time on this, but I just feel this in the spirit. Is that if I get someone's teaching me a word and I get the word and I build a little bit up on it, it's still thin. It needs to get depth in my life for it to be strong, because thin, you know, a moment of faith is is not like years of faith. Let me put on an area, is that I'll be building up that God's gonna do great things for me. God is gonna open up doors for me. Wow, I get out of here, I'm so excited. But Monday morning the car doesn't want to start. Tuesday morning the washing machine breaks. By Thursday, the cat is biting the dog. You know, that it's crazy stuff. It is going pear shape in my life. By Friday, there ain't no faith left. There's nothing. That thin faith of God's gonna do some stuff is broken. But building a thing that God is my source, that God is my supply, that I can't, that no matter what is happening, I'm building on it. It becomes a very strong faith that no matter what happens, I might feel the knock, but I know I'm going through. I know I'm going through. Um, let me share you. my first comrades marathon that I ran. I decided in October to run the comrades now if you understand that that is insanity because it is less than yet seven months to train for the hardest one day ultra marathon in the world so my wife looked at me and said are you probably joking. And I said, No, I really, I've always wanted to do this. I'm gonna do this. So I started training and everybody's got advice. You know, you know, every single runner, if you run on road or you gym or you anything with exercise, everybody's got advice. Sean, you gotta run fast. No, you gotta cause slow. You gotta eat this. No, you gotta train there. Run that mountain. By the time I hit January or February, I was so confused. I didn't know if my name was Arthur or Martha. Like, what in the world am I doing? And then I met this guy running with me, an older gentleman, and he just said, Sean, there are only three things is enjoy what you are doing. (laughs) Take it slow, okay? And decide where you want to end. Just that and i took that three things and i applied it to the race and i sat there on the saturday afternoon ready for the race and going through and i've done what i could i couldn't get more fitter than what i was at that stage and my brother-in-law who was supposed to run with me couldn't run with me i know this is in the spirit because I, I had none of that in the first service and it's not on this piece of paper so you've got <laughs> there's something in the spirit here and i decided that i'm going to buy because i bought myself a comrades top now you now you've got to understand this about runners you cannot wear something that you didn't finish so I paid a lot of money for that top, so I decided I've got to finish this thing, otherwise I'm going to look like an idiot wearing this top. So that was number one. Number two, I decided that I'm not going to try to run the Comrades Marathon, I'm going to finish the Comrades Marathon. I'm not going to, I'm going to pull that through spiritually, I'm not going to try to be a Christian, I am a Christian. I'm not going to try to succeed in life, I'm going to succeed in life. So I made up my mind, I'm going to finish, no matter what, I'm going to finish this thing. And then I decided I'm gonna enjoy every single moment because every part of the journey is beautiful. I watched many videos on the comrades and I did a course many years ago on on NLP, uh, Neuro Linguistical Programming, a lot of, uh, athletes do this is that they train themselves and that they do the same thing over and over again f- to get the same results. So, they would a race car driver would sit for hours and think on the track how he runs, how he runs, how he runs. He meditates, meditates, meditates every single thing. A guy like Rafa Nadal has a, a certain pattern that he does every single day in what he puts across. Now, one of the scriptures says you are changed by the renewing of your mind. And, Elizabeth, reading the book, um. Living life to the fullest, I know that your pastor believes in that too. He believes in what you meditate on, what you regurgitate, what you go through continuously. Just to throw this in, when Jesus receives a word, he takes 40 days to meditate on one scripture, on one line. Well, we said a scripture, one sentence. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. One thing, 40 days to get it so when the temptation comes it's solid i am a son if you are a son man he was hungry after 40 days he wasn't at the best place he wasn't fired up after a church service with amazing praise and worship everything was good he had cake afterwards he had everything wow it's fantastic now the devil comes and knocks no 40 days or meditating on a thing that when he got to the temptation, when he got to the test, when he got to the life knocking, because it's not always the devil, it's life. Yes. Life happens. You didn't plan for that. It happened. You know, we, You know. sometimes I find the devil crying next to the like, why is everybody blaming me for everything? <sighs> <sighs> no, it's just life, you know, life happens sometimes. Right. Going back to the comrades thing is that sitting meditating on what it was and through the race there are certain places in this race where you can stop off and they have a school that's next door it is one of the most amazing experiences probably of my life just riding through this because everywhere people are screaming and shouting and wanting you giving you food there was a guy with a bag i'll never forget it in pine town a bag probably with 200 pieces of built on you know Drivosh. Of the sticks, just giving it out to people. You know how much money that is for so much biltong Just dishing it out to runners. He doesn't even know them from a bar or so. Just giving them food. People, with, you know how many samosas next to the road? I don't know. It's like I was, I didn't taste some samosas. I love, I love samosas, but not while running. no while running. You might find out run faster. Like to get to the end. I got some hot stuff going on there. But anyways <laughs> I uh, know you guys are pulling this out of me. <laughs> but uh, there was meditating on enjoying every part of that race. You know, the, the journey that we're on, we're so focused, and I know it's not here, maybe it's in other areas, but people are so focused on getting to heaven that the very life that God has given them, they're not living to the fullest because they're only waiting for one day. You know, it's not a one-day thing, it's enjoying today. That even in the tough time, i got to enjoy it. <laughs> then right now something's maturing inside of me, and it's good. Something's cooking inside of me, and the end result's going to be great. I've got to find the joy. You know, me and my say say we got to laugh after it, laugh about it afterwards. We can laugh about it now. Wow. wow! Come on, you know those moments where, like years from now, you look back and you're like, "Oh my goodness, what did we?" If we can laugh about it later, we can laugh about it now. We can find the joy in the journey and going through the race and in every part of it. And when, when I got through that race, running the race, there were the moments where there were this, this kids with, uh, with disability in this one area, that All this, they come out every year and they stand next to the road and they wait for you. So I went to every child and took the energy of that child waiting for the race. You're a nobody, but they celebrate you like you're a somebody. Oh, well, there was something in that, and and I, and I want to touch on body now. But but there is a, something about celebrating everyone, though, you, as if you are the greatest. Uh, I'll jump into this. Uh, when your pastor was with us in Cape Town, he's got this thing. You might know it, but for us, it was amazing. Is that whatever you, sh- whatever we shared with him, like I, we would talk about. Hey, somebody gave me this this bottle of water, and and he would sit in the car and go, Wow, really wow i said like, no we opened we opened the church at eight wow really wow everything was wow By the t- by the time he left everybody was going like wow really wow that's amazing wow that is awesome wow wow and that is incredible we're got to celebrate the very thing that god is doing in each other's life these kids were celebrating us who are nobodies as if we were somebody come on and see the wow Come on, you see the wow. You see, there's something about that, and no, I please you got to continue. Don't stop doing that because it is it is something we've got to get an understanding of one another. Uh, I'm going to jump in that now, but anyway, let me finish on the comrade story. Yes, this is taking up the entire service. So, but in the end, when we got to around 70 kilometers, I felt really good, but after 70 i realized something's wrong <laughs> and this body suddenly doesn't want to run anymore and running through that going through that place where i had to make a decision i want to finish this and then what happened around around 80 kilometers i ran into a group of guys and one guy had a little tambourine big fella i couldn't believe he was running i'm like my goodness you are twice maybe three times my size and you are keeping me on the road <laughs> but the thing is he's had years of experience so what happened is i'm throwing out some spiritual truths i surrounded myself with some people that had experience in on the road that i could just fall in like i don't even know what my name is but we're running <laughs> and he would say let's run for two minutes so i'm like i'm trusting you so i'm just and there's one gentleman that done nine comrades he said sean if you can't run just shuffle but never stop wow if you can't run in the circumstances you're in just shuffle <laughs> just shuffle you just gotta one step just don't stop never stop never sit down just keep on moving keep on moving through the valley though the valley is dark just keep on moving yes, sir. Yes, sir. so we kept on two minutes and he would go tuck, 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 tuck. i'll never forget it for the rest of my life i didn't know his name he didn't know me we i didn't until this day i don't know who he is i thanked him at the end but we push 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 and we got to the end we got to the stadium and he stopped us. And I'm like, what are you crazy? We're there. Time's running out. They're going to shoot that gun. And I've seen many people they, they miss it. And he just said, whoa, whoa, guys. No, no, wait, wait. started walking. He said, never forget this moment. Take in this moment. And he says, now you're going to finish strong. You're going to finish strong. Are you ready? Don't just finish because it's there. <laughs> Don't just finish because it's there. Celebrate this moment. Man, I felt like I had just won the Comrades Marathon. I was walking in that state. I was dancing on the grass. And, Whoa, I'm finishing this thing. Everybody's cheering as if I am Bruce Fordyce, as if I am Mo as if I am the greatest athlete you could ever see on earth. And finishing that race with that people, I walked over to that guy and I said, thank you for running. Everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on this journey and receiving a medal. And you know what, I sat with a guy who ran a Comrades um, as a silver medalist for the first time in his life. He's done nine, he's done for the first time. And he said, Sean, you've got to take this truth. He says, the joy I received, I had running a silver medal wasn't more then you running it and finishing it just, just. The joy is always the same. It's always the same. We're finished. So if I run it fast, you know, some people, like their life, things are expanding. and The joy is the same. The problem is with living in the flesh, you always try and make the joy more. In the spirit, the joy is always the same no matter where, no matter if you are living in rural an area where you basically have to go fetch your water down, bring your water or whether you, you're living in Johannesburg and you're doing well, in Christ the joy is always the same. He is the fulfiller of all things. He fills all and in all. Oh man, I i, I got so much from running that race because I, we're running a race but the beauty of this is we're running together, we're not running against i'm not running against you i'm running my race my race is the journey it's it's that process of taking a step by step you have a different journey you have a different race but i can celebrate with you i can honor what god's doing in your life i can honor what god's doing in this church sit here look at this bank wow man i wish i could take you all to cape town i wish you could take this whole church to cape town I wish we could become one church that's absolutely impossible you're in johannesburg and we're in cape town but we are one in the body and I can celebrate the body oh man so John we're 1st Corinthians 11 you probably just stopped the service right there I think you've got enough right now but but let me let me throw in one or two more things oh man 1st Corinthians 11 I'm so I'm so so happy right now I could pray for a dog with a crooked tail I'm I'm so excited. I can rip a tissue. <laughs> I saw you guys took a while to get that one. <laughs> <You're> like, I, <laughs> there was this pastor that I grew up in, <laughs> in church, and he used to get so excited. He said, I'm so excited. I could crush a grape. And I'm like, what is that? I could rip a tissue. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> And it stuck with me always I don't know why and every time I say I'm excited I see this man crushing a grape it was this Welshman so I don't know where that came from this it's the spirit in the house where we were in first Corinthians 11 so <coughs> so we're Talking about the body, and, and I want to, Paul, then I want to jump to verse 27. Paul has received what it means in the communion, and he reads here, uh, he writes here in verse 27, Therefore, whoever eats of this bread and drinks of this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner is guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Let him examine himself. What he's trying to say there is understanding who you are in Christ. He's not saying that you, the unworthy, meaning you do it in a bad way, the unworthy, I am not worthy. That's the unworthy. Then whoever drinks that he doesn't think he's unworthy is drinking of himself in the wrong way or eats of it. You are worthy to partake of the body because you died in Christ on the cross so that you could be raised in Christ at the resurrection. That's what he's talking about. So examine himself and let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment on himself. Why? Because you are still in judgment. You don't know that you are free so he says understand that you are free in christ now you'll see as we get there he says for this reason oh sorry uh learn judgment on himself not discerning the lord's body verse 30 for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many sleep so he's trying to say and i'm going to be quick with this he's trying to say that there are a reason why people are sick amongst us why people are weak amongst us and why people are dying amongst us because we do not discern the lord's body And i don't want to put it in two different ways in two aspects there are two aspects to this the firstly is discerning christ The sacrifice that he paid on the cross. Understanding that, discerning that, getting into it, knowing that he has paid the price fully and finally. And when he said, it is finished, he meant it. I want to add to this is that for many years I had the understanding that, uh, and I want to throw a little bit of eschatology in here, I don't want to get into that too much um, to throw this, but eschatology taught me that one day there will be something like the Armageddon. Now, whatever your eschatology is, that is up to you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not here to do any doctrine. That's not my place. But I want to throw this in as a different opinion to this, that the book of Revelation says this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So whatever he's speaking about, he's speaking about Christ. And if you read in Scripture, when Christ is on the cross, the greatest war is fought. Because every principality and every power was at that moment being annihilated and taken care of so if the greatest war was ever fought and the greatest blood price was ever played that when john sees because the word "Um, armageddon means where kings meet to measure strength where is the greatest place where strength was measured the cross yeah listen i want to just tell you the devil knew that was the son of god am i right he met him in the desert so he made sure that he was going to die that's why he wanted him crucified He wanted, he didn't know what he was doing. That's why scripture says, if they knew what they were doing, they, so every demon, because he had to conquer them, he didn't just conquer them in death, but he conquered them on the cross and final wrote the, the, the signature, sealed it off by getting raised from the dead. In that very moment, all devils, all principalities, all powers, all demons, all sickness, everything was there at that moment to meet to measure strength so when Christ pays the price John sees it as a river of blood up to the horses so in the spirit remember he's going to see something prophetically he's seeing something paid for all eternity so that all mankind no matter who you are no matter where you are you cannot outrun and outlive the blood of Christ he sees it as a river it's not a little bit of blood being sprinkled oh you're forgiven you're forgiven <laughs> little little blood now next week you come because that's what the they took the blood offering and they sprinkled it on the mercy seat they poured them am i right is that what they did in the old so now we have the same idea is that when we mess up we go and take a little blood that's not probably what you see that's what i see i'm very got a big imagination is that is that we we come just for that no the sin was taken care of once and for all in Christ Jesus my inability to be good was taken care of once and for all in good my even my best achievement could not even be oh, close I, one of um, the guys from Hillsong wrote this song he said my righteousness is like a candle next to the sun <laughs> my righteousness, my good thing it's a little candle his righteousness is the Son, that's why He comes to the scripture when He says, If you do not discern the Lord's body, you are in judgment. You're, I'm, uh, uh, the body that is on that table is the righteousness of the Son. It is the river of blood. It is everything paid for me, so that when I partake of it, I know I am free. I am free, I am healed, I am set free. Amen. So please don't, uh, if you have different eschatology than me, uh, please don't miss it at that on that point. I'm trying to explain something of what it is in Christ. The second part of the scripture is talking about us. And that's what I want to focus on right now. The second part of this is the body. If I do not discern the body, I believe right now in the world there is an imbalance. When it comes to the body of Christ, we all believe we're part of a church. We all believe we're part of the body, but we're very individual. And I, and I, and I believe this church is not. I can, I, I pick up from, from the Connect group. I, and when I speak to there's a very involved church with one another. But it's something that I'll be speaking to in Canaan, Maybe it's just Kemptonians, but Kemptonians are very much about me. And do you know, maybe that's a problem right across the world, it's me, 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 and more me, and more me. Have you ever had that? Like, that is what I believe has been come across. Now let me explain. The pendulum has was very much in law, and then it kind of pulled the, all the way into grace in this side. And So it's very much grace, 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 I don't have to do anything, I don't have to be involved in anything, God has forgiven me, I don't have enough to go to church. A lot of people are in that. But what it's become because of this pendulum that is sworn into this direction, it's very much me. Where Scripture is very much we, our Father, a body of Christ, the head of the body, that's very much what Scripture is about. That's why Jesus doesn't teach us when He teaches us the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, He doesn't teach us my Father, our Father yes he is talking about him and us but talking about the very thing that we are connected to one another now if you go on in the scripture it continually goes back to the very thing that we are many parts to a body now jump with me to ephesians ephesians chapter one so Let's read you from verse 18 it says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glories of his inheritance in the saints what is the exceeding greatness of this uh, of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in christ so he's basically saying the power that works in christ is going to work in us okay that he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in, uh, in heavenly places now this is what i spoke about earlier 21 far above all principalities all powers and might and dominion making sure everything's covered here and every name even if it's not covered if it has a name it's under our feet not only in this age but in the age of 27 to come 2017 to come so every name every power every authority is in christ seated under us so if it's in christ then he goes on to explain in verse 22 and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body so is where is his feet on his body am i right or do we have feet next to our head is everything on the head is this a very funny shaped weird little thing a head with little feet and little hands and little because that's kind of what the church has done is the churches we separate ourselves from christ we decapitate is that the right word for it decapitate the body is without a head in the earth trying to somewhere connect ourselves to the head that is warped isn't it the body is connected to the head and the the body to the head, sorry, the body connected to the head. And if the head is connected to the body, then Scripture says his feet, oh, under his feet, are all principalities, all powers, all dominion, all names, in, named in that age and age to come. So everything is under us. is the head of the body and there are many scriptures i don't have time god do yourself a favor get into it in your bible study and read about the body and the head whatever is in the head is in the body now listen what he says here to the head of all things which is the body the fullness of him who fills all in all the fullness the fullness of the god dwelling Body, bodily in us now if you go to Ephesians chapter 4 talking about the gifts to the body is to bring all unto maturity unto the full stature of the full measure of Christ Jesus what is the maturity maturity is a mentality you can have people 20 in the 20s and 30s still living with their parents and I'm oh, maybe baby it's not uh, like <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, I don't know, but <laughs> not to the place where they're like, hey, somewhere I gotta get mature, I gotta find my own spot. I gotta find my, maybe I'm in the wrong wrong state, wrong way to use, but, <laughs> but you find that somewhere maturity, uh, come on, you have some people that are still thinking like they're 13, but they should be 25 already. Come on, still thinking like a teen, still dressing like a teen, instead of being a mature adult. I can use other examples, but you know what I'm talking about. Thank you, Jesus. Forgive me. Okay, you know what I'm saying. There's a maturity; is a mentality. You can have people that are that uh, they never grow up, and they're not they're not living life to the fullest because their maturity is still thinking as a child. Have you met someone? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. So going through Scripture. You're changed by the renewing of your mind that I may prove what is the will of God. So the mentality needs to change and where does maturity come in the understanding? So what do we have? We have the fullness of God, but the mindset that brings that fullness out is what we need to get. in line with who it is now ephesians chapter 5 says he's talking about a husband and a wife and then he says how the two becomes one and they they've bone of their bone and flesh of their flesh how they become one and then he jumps out he says i'm actually not talking about a husband and a wife i'm talking about christ and the bride that we have become one flesh so we've got to understand that he fills all and in all that the very thing about the, the scripture says a double minded man is unstable in his all his ways right that's one then the other one he says that he that where there is unity he bring he commands a blessing so bringing all of that together today in what a body is a body is where Christ wants to manifest the fullness of what he's doing in years to pass to explain where i'm going with this is years past it was individuals we had individual men and women of god that did great things Men like Smith Wigglesworth, John Gillette, Catherine Kuhlman, wonderful men and women of God whose miraculous signs and wonders in their time. But God has that time has ceased because somewhere the fullness of his body needs to rise. The fullness of you. Guys, I've got to explain something to you. Coming to this church, being a pastor is an incredible privilege and honor because I'm working with the bride of Christ with his body i am a gift unto the body across the world we have a problem right now there are a lot of men out there and some women that believe the body is there for the gift what i mean is they so high and mighty i heard about this one guy says that the prophet is higher than god because god repents at the word of a prophet i'm like are you so serious that the spirit of stupidity hit you are you crazy Oh, where because the thing is is that the gift has become now greater than the body it is literally said i am a hand i don't need the arm Woo! somewhere we're missing something we need the body to function as a whole i cannot come here as a gift expecting the body to be something to me the gifts are there to mature the body the gifts are there to equip the body so that the body can minister oh are you seeing where i'm going with this we are all there is nothing part of this body that is more special than the other part without that part there is no unity in the body that's why he goes into so much depth in romans 8 in ephesians and uh, corinthians and speaking about what is your part we are the body of christ we are the bride he is connected us. where do i get this paul is on the way to damascus to persecute the church He's killing the church. He never persecuted Christ when Christ was on the earth. He was persecuting the church. When Christ meets him on the way to Damascus, he says, why are you persecuting me? Christ is in his body. I explain it this way. You come into my house and you, you you slap my wife or you i use that as a very violent expression but you come into my house or you 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 speak badly or you you say bad things i will step in and be like whoa 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 sorry sir and especially if there's any other stuff I, I take off the pastor's jacket <laughs> like can we discuss this thing a little bit yeah? there's no discussing you are going out you are leaving this earth and i forgive you go i'm kidding <laughs> I'm sending you packing. <laughs> Do you know Jesus? The thing is, is that Christ is connected, is so, so connected to you that when it, whatever happens to you is happening to him. Oh, come on, guys. You're going through something. You say, Lord, I don't know. He knows. you flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone. You have his mind, his spirit, and your spirit has become one spirit, 1 Corinthians 6 he is one with his body you are his bride you are his body when you walk into your job tomorrow when you walk into your home you walk into your circumstances Christ is walking into your circumstances scripture says they said why are you leaving scripture said, this the Christ would remain (laughs) he did he said it is to your advantage that I go because now i will be within you listen i can love my wife as much as i like but i do not know what she is thinking men are you agreeing with me scripture says love your wife not understand your wife (laughs) you can't agree so i would not listen you can love somebody so much but you they cannot feel what you are feeling in your love for them that's why Christ said it is to your advantage that I go. Now I can be within. And you can know my thoughts. You can know my heart. You can feel my love. You can operate totally in me. Do we understand what we have? Do we understand what we have? Who? <laughs> I, I explained this. If I had to, I want to take off this watch again. I joked about this. And, uh, if I had to give you my watch, I joked this morning that I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not a watch sower. My dad is. Next time he gets your watch out, <laughs> but and I want to throw this in there as well is that the reason why I'm not a watch sower is that I do not try and copy somebody else. I take the faith that they have to do that and apply it to what God tells me to do if i'm just doing the same thing that somebody else is doing and then nothing happens then i get disappointed because i did what that guy did and nothing happened i sold my house i sold my car and now i'm homeless so there's a problem but god did not tell you come on let's give some truth in there let's give some wisdom in that. if god told you do it okay but anyway so he's a watch so i'm not a watcher but if i had to come and i give you this watch after god told me this is my watch so you would, if you take it and you put it on your arm, you would, you would smell my aftershave. You would see some scratch. There's no scratch, but if there was some scratches, you would see the leathers bend. You would know it's the watch. Am I right? It would be my watch. But if I made a bunch of copies of this watch and gave you a copy, it would just be a copy. It would just be a piece of. It. Or if I take, say, so I'm going to bless you with the little uh, link. That ain't no blessing. That's not the watch. Okay i'm going to give you the little timepiece in there that's a little piece and now listen there's there's two truths to that if i give you the watch you have the exact watch scripture says the same spirit that rose christ from the dead the same the same spirit the same spirit Oh, the same spirit, when you step into your circumstance and you get the mentality of knowing who you are in Christ Jesus, the very devil himself looks like, I know you, I know you, you were the one who messed up all my plans. You say, so I, 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 me? I wasn't even there 2,000 years ago. Oh no, the one within you, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead, dwells in me and quickens my mortal flesh, the same spirit it's under our feet the same spirit who fills all and in all the problem is we do not believe as church worldwide who we are in Christ we still listen where Christ ended off it gave us the foundation to build on but a lot of time we're still trying to be Christ that's our end when he said no this is your start I want to say that again let me I don't want to miss you in this where Christ ended off where Jesus ended off is where we start it's not where you're going to end so we're not building up like one day I will be like Jesus no you are already greater than oh that's that's oh that's blasphemous no you will do the same works as me and greater oh no but let's not say we're greater than jesus because jesus is the son of god yeah but what are you excuse me what are you are you no father loves you the same way he loves jesus oh i'm stirring some stuff right now because like no 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 he's greater he's greater than what he did as the son in the earth but at a point of the view of the father we're the same from the father's point of view christ is not higher than me Jesus is not higher, it's the same. I love you, 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 you are the same. Oh, that shakes a little bit a little bit of doctrine that we've been that we've created ourselves because it's not scriptural. Scriptural is the same love, the same point of view. He did that so that we could have that access as the body in the earth. He's the head. We are the body. We are one. There is a power with that that comes when we start coming in unity, in love. Scripture says, "They will know us by what the love we have for one another." I want to end because I want to pray for some people this morning. But they will know us by the love we have, by the honor we have with one another. I know Scripture says that that if I honor a prophet with a glass, if I honor a prophet with a glass of water, I will receive a profit's reward so in the body of Christ if I can honor what God is doing in your life I will receive the reward yeah I'm gonna say it again when you get the breakthrough when you get the new car you get the new job I'm still stuck with with nothing if I celebrate and honor what God is doing in your life wow that's amazing I can receive the reward of the wow I'm not talking about fake. I know there's no fake people here this morning, but you know, you you know, you get fake out there. Like, wow, that's beautiful. (laughs) Like, like, what in the was he dealing in diamonds? What is going on there? Somebody, he's working it the wrong way. No, come on. That is, that is not celebrating. I'm not just saying congratulations. I'm like, oh, congratulations. That's nice. You know, celebrating is wow, man. I'm really excited for what God's doing for you. I'm really excited for what God is access- what you are accessing in God right now in your life. When I can celebrate that as the body, I get the benefit of the body. See, the body can't have anything if the mouth doesn't eat. If the hand doesn't pick up, if the eyes don't see. Come on. every part plays a part in the body, and when we are in unity in the body, Oh, I, I want to throw something out here. Years ago, I was traveling with my grandfather, a great man of God. And was traveling and he said, Sean, he went quiet always when God was speaking to him. He said, Sean, he said, I want to give you a truth about Christ. And I said, no, talk, talk. I want to listen. I want to hear. Because he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. He said, do you know the story of Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego?" I said, yeah. He said, when all three was thrown into the fire, Christ appeared. Remember right? The one of... The moment was so great that it pulled Christ from the future into the. Now, what was that moment? He said, "When mind, body, and spirit comes into unity, Christ appears." Wow! Sure. Damn. When when I when there's unity, guys, when we're in unity, oh, Christ appears in the body. See. Matthew chapter 6, I'm just throwing stuff, you're going to grab, grab hold of it. Matthew chapter 6, "Let your kingdom come, Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Nothing's going to happen on earth until that happens. Because we haven't seen the fullness of the kingdom in the earth. We haven't seen the fullness of, of all sickness and all disease being re- eradicated. Am I right? We haven't seen it. We're still seeing people die of cancer. Some people we pray for, they get healed. Some people we pray for, they don't get healed. So we haven't seen the fullness of all getting healed. Of all disease, all see well, Christians standing up and calming down a tsunami. Am I that right? we haven't seen that? We haven't seen heaven manifested on earth. The only way heaven's going to manifest on earth is when the equilibrium's right. I want to throw this out Christ will only come back when the equilibrium's right, when heaven and earth look like the same place. And the only manifestation of that is going to be when the body starts manifesting as the head and the head as the body. And when that starts happening, everything on earth goes, boom, what was that? I don't know, heaven's pushing through. Something's happening, something is pushing through. quiet, Because we have brought our mentality and our maturity in line with what the heavens are saying about our life and about earth. See, the world is in disunity, am I right? Racial tension like never before. Am I right? But you come and you walk into a church and you see no problem with that. Oh, hopefully, come on guys, hopefully in the church we have no problem with that. It should be no male, no female, no Jew, no Greek, no, no 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 color. So the world should look at the body and say, we want that. You see, anything else outside of the body will never work. No political party. No freedom, no, nothing else will work outside of the body because the only trueness is what it is in Christ. Because only in Christ we have no other thing but Christ. Everything else is still color, it's still race, it's still its still levels of, of, of finances, it's still, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, it's still male or female, it's still whatever that is. But in Christ is unity. The world will look at us and go, I want that. I want that kind of love. I want to be accepted in that 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 place has acceptance. That place is love like I've never felt before. That truly is the unity in Christ. Is it making sense this morning? I believe that we've got to get to the understanding of what that is worldwide as the body as unity. And I, Unfortunately, I've, I've got to finish now because I want to pray for some people But I wanted some I wanted to throw some seed out this morning to stir I know you're in a church that you get incredible good word I, I love this pastor of yours. He shares the word in a way And I'm not saying these things to get any like I said, I'm not saying nice words. I Want to say the truth? You're blessed with a man that teaches the word the way he teaches and and a wife that teaches the word the way she teaches, come on man, you've got wonderful pastors in this church that teaches the word, I want to encourage you this morning, take the word, apply the word, take the word, we have got to see the body of Christ rise to what it was meant to be, we cannot pass another generation, I'll throw this out, Joshua and Caleb was part of a generation that got to a promise, but did not did not receive it did not take the promise see god has time we don't he took them back into the desert and the generation passed out he brought them back to the promise and said do you want it now i believe generation upon generation has gotten to the same place we're at right now do you want the promise or we're another generation going to die out until our children decide we want it i want it i want to see the fullness of god manifest i want to see truly see god's body rise to what it is in the earth to what god meant us to be when he said you are my children in the earth we have romans eight nineteen. the earth is waiting with eager expectation for the manifestation of the sons of god the earth itself even nature cries out when is the sun going to be manifested again sons, that's why I'm saying it's not for individuals anymore, it's for us, it's all of us taking it, grabbing hold of it, moving as one body, that's why I'm like, right now because I'm aware of it, when I'm sitting here and the the guy's been worshipping this morning, last night, I just want to cry, I just want to cry because the very fact is that I'm seeing his body worship him i'm seeing through your eyes how you experience god and, and i want to celebrate that because you know when, when you have cho- i don't know if I have kids but when you have kids you love each child individually am I right? and uniquely okay though it's all love, but it's unique to everyone in my, in my instance i used to believe that and i still do that i am the most loved one of all in the entire family and i've pulled that through to life that god loves me more than all of you i know it's not true but i believe that I believe that I am more loved than anybody else. But the very fact is when you sit and talk, when when me and Michael are driving, okay, well, Michael, why am I saying, sorry, Andrew, I keep on saying Michael to you, I'll get to the prophetic now, I'll maybe say something about that, (laughs) maybe there's some Michael again. But we're driving, we're just talking about soccer, we're talking about something. I sit in the car and I'm experiencing a part of the body and how God is working in his life. When I speak to this. To this couple and I sit down and I hear what God is doing in this church I celebrate it because I'm seeing what my father is doing I get to know my father through your eyes and that is the beauty of where unity comes that I want to find out what's God doing in your life what's God doing in your life what what's God do? what's God doing what is God can I celebrate with what God is doing in your life and when I can do that, I get to know my Father in a greater way. For all eternity, angels will be flying around the throne. And every time I go around, they see something different about holiness. And we think we've got it all figured out. They go around going, Holy! Oh, Jeremiah's flying around, holy. Next time, wow, another part. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. And I cannot have all of the Father in my understanding because He only reveals what He does uniquely to me. But to have the full picture of the Father, if if you forget everything else I've said today, get this, to have the full picture of the Father, we need to know what the Father is doing in each one around us. And when we journey together in that, we understand the fullness of the Father. Because he fills all in all. He fills all in all. I know we're taking a little bit of time and thank you, Torah. Thank you.